What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Anti Up, presented by Fantasy Alarm right here on the Sawdust Podcast Network. I'm your host, Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. And uh, <laughs> Adam, can I tell you, I was um, I was uh, sh- jersey shopping on the uh, on the old interwebs today. And uh, and while the Damian Lillard jerseys really aren't really my size, um, I'm gonna end up having to. Uh, I, I figure a big man like me should have a big guy jersey, uh, which means that I am uh, I am so close to getting this Yusuf Nurkic jersey just to wear on the Zoom meetings with Jim Bowden. And I'm super excited about it. Well, uh, we've been talking about this, and uh, Portland got. Not only did they win last night straight up and cover, they got another nice break today with Memphis losing to Utah. So right now, Portland is one game behind the Memphis Grizzlies for that eighth seed. They also got help today because the Spurs lost. Uh, So now the Blazers are one game back and they do play tomorrow. They play the Houston Rockets on Thursday and it looks like Russell Westbrook Uh, My bad. I'm sorry. They play the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets, who played today and had a tough, tough game with the Spurs. I I was on the Spurs plus three and a half, and it was a back and forth game. The Spurs led for uh, a good portion of it, too. uh, But they got outscored by six in the fourth quarter, and that's what they lost by six. So uh, it was kind of close there. Uh, Spurs have been unbelievable, man. Uh, They were looking to be a team that was kind of just going – to play their youth and they have, but their youth has played very well. Um, and they, their two losses are by two to the Sixers and by six to the Nuggets. So uh, they'll get the Nuggets on a back to back. And uh, I haven't seen a line yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on Portland once again. Um, I mean, as I said, I would love to be. I mean, especially on the uh, on the back end of a back to back because I was looking at the uh, at the schedule for them, and I'm like, man, Denver. Then the Clippers. I mean, that's the, those are two games. Like now, Memphis's schedule looks terrible. Like there's, I'm sorry, but like even if the Bucks have nothing to play for, uh, it's still going to be uh, a rough outing for for Memphis. But they've got some really tough games coming up as well. I think a lot's going to really hinge on these two games for Portland. Um, if they can just even get a split uh, out of uh, out of these against Denver and and the Clippers, I'm really I'm I'm, I'm getting ready to hit that buy button. Uh, I hope they don't uh, don't take forever with it. Yeah, so they again, Portland's a, a very dangerous team, and I think they should win against Denver. I mean, Denver's a good team; they're very shorthanded right now. Once again, today they had no Jamal Murray, no Will Barton, no Gary Harris. None of them have played so far. I don't see the need to put them out there tomorrow. Well, they've been getting well. At least Harris and Barton have been getting ruled out early. Murray was listed as questionable today; did not play. Uh, Michael Porter has been the story for Denver. I mean, he is just going off. Uh, I know we've talked about whoever's written the playbook has put him in and just continue to play him. I mean, he had another great game today, 30 points and 15 rebounds uh, today. And I think he was 55 on FanDuel. So uh, that price remains still uh, a nice value. But uh, I would think that Denver would sit those guys uh, on a back-to-back, not even push it and – the Trailblazers are uh, looking good, man. Uh, I like what I've seen of them. And uh, Nurkic is averaging, uh, you know, about a double-double here in the return to play. Actually, he's averaging 22, 12.3 rebounds and 4.3 assists. And uh, yeah, Portland's a dangerous team. So 
that's going to be a big game against Denver. And then they got Saturday afternoon at one o'clock, which I have no idea why that game's at one o'clock. Clippers and Trailblazers on a Saturday doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> and, and the people back home who want to watch that game are going to have to watch that, I guess, at 10 a.m. Eastern. So uh, I know they're in a bubble and it's the Eastern time zone. They've adjusted to it. And there's no travel. But for the fans back home, kind of odd there. I don't know why that game is not later in the day. Uh, but that that's that's a game to watch on uh, Saturday for sure. Uh, and the thing is, the Clippers, I I don't they really kind of don't have much to play for at this point. Um, you know, they still trying to lock up the two seed uh, that Denver win certainly pushes them a little bit uh, if they care about that. And they still don't have Montrez Harrell. Patrick Beverly is out uh, as well. But, uh, yeah, Portland is uh, definitely a dangerous team that uh, I've been saying it all during this stoppage of play. That is one team. If I'm the Lakers, I do not want to play. I don't mind playing anyone else. Pelicans. Yes, they'll beat the Pelicans. Trailblazers are the most dangerous team for the Lakers. Um, looking at tomorrow's game, Portland, Denver. I mean, yeah, I can't find a line on it either. Yeah, what, I don't see a line yet either. What would I mean, you, what, uh, what would you, what would you set the line at? If you, if you had to set the line right now, cause I always like doing that. I always do that during, um, uh, during football season. It was something I was actually doing in the WNBA podcast, uh, from fantasy alarm with Steve Pimentel as we were saying, okay, if the line's not out now, let's think about what we would, what we would set the line at if we were setting it. And then that usually helps us once the line definitely gets set. Then, then we usually have a, a, a better understanding of which way we want to go. Uh, okay, so I was saying minus three, and I just looked up on FanDuel Sportsbook minus three and a half Portland. There so, you go. yeah, and uh, I would take Denver. I mean, uh, Portland. Uh, I'm going to be on Portland. Um, I wonder if I should jump on that now. Before maybe if you think yeah. Port- I think Portland can win this one outright, especially if you think that they're going to rest a bunch of guys on the back-to-back. I don't know if they're going to – it's not resting guys. It's – I think they'll play Jokic. Porter's young, and he's played great. It's a question of are Harris, Barton, and Murray ready to come back? You know, if you're Denver, you want to be cautious with them. But at the same time, you don't want those guys not playing at all in this restart and then going into the playoffs. So my guess is they are not ready to play, that they really are hurt. I don't think they're just sitting them out. Uh, I think they're probably not ready to play uh, physically. Okay, more encouraging than to take Portland. Right, what was the um, what was the bet that I was talking? We were talking about yesterday. Oh, it For, was the Edmonton bet. I didn't even. Oh, look. I haven't even looked at the score yet. I haven't even looked you... at it either. I forgot. Did you put that fifty down for me? No, you didn't send it to me. Oh, sorry. I thought you. I thought you could handle laying it out for me. I didn't realize. Sorry. Well, I didn't know. You yeah. remind me. I that, forgot. That. It's one one. It's one one in the first period. I took the over six. Oh, go see. Oh, the over was six. I was it looking went, at yeah, six it was and six and a half, and a half, half yesterday, and then it went down to six. I was talking to Josh Wagner today. I'm like, uh, it's six and a half. He's like, no, it's six. I'm like, what? And then I went to the DK Sportsbook. I'm like, oh shoot, it is six. Josh Wagner, producer over at, at Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Uh, also a notorious de- degenerate who crosses the border from Virginia to West Virginia, go to get his car washed and lay down a little bit of action there. So um, that is uh, that's comical. That's comical. Yep. I need some goals and I need Emmett to wake the hell up, man. Come on, bro. All right. All right. Well, listen, dude. Come on. It's the first period. It's the first Doesn't matter, period. man. That'll explode. I, see, I don't want to look now. All right. Well, then don't look. Don't watch it. Yeah, you ruined it. 
You were d- please, dude. I was um I, I was sitting there watching the uh the the Cleveland game, uh baseball, Cleveland against uh Cincinnati. You know, cuz I mean, I listen, I have, you know, Clevenger all over the place and I've got uh what's we got? I've got that the heart of the order for the Reds. Um and as soon as I turned it on, it was the 5th inning and Clevenger who, you know, again, just his, his delivery always cracks me up. I always looks like I always think of like every time I see him, I always think of like my nephew. Uh, when he was like pitching in little league and had to pee, um, and you know, kind of bouncing around. Um, and as soon as I turned on the game and he was wrapping up the uh, the fifth inning, he ends up like doing something and and ends up like coming out of the game limping. And I was like, oh come on, really? What does he have? What's going on? They send him out for the sixth. He gets the first two outs, uh, and then what does he do? Then he then he issues back to back walks, and I'm like, dear lord, get just get him out of there. Get him out of there. Oh, Blackhawks. Yeah, he walked five, man. Blackhawks just went up two to one. <gasps> Damn it, man. I know. See, I told you not to look, dude. I told you, you just to told look. me. I didn't look. I know, but I told you not to look. You looked earlier. You jinxed it. No, I didn't. You don't believe in that? <sighs> Do you believe in jinxes? Um, Nah. You're not superstitious at all? Very a little bit, but not nothing crazy. Like the whole no hitter talk, like that's all stupid. Well, you mentioned a no hitter. Why'd you tweet that out? Now we got a hit. Shut up. Right. Yeah. That that I don't care about. That's but annoying. Like, I have there. Yeah, there I, had, I had so much influence on that. There are certain starters um, who you know when I have them on my fantasy team that I can't watch them. Like for whatever See, I'm reason. Like, I'm like a glutton for punishment. Like I try not to look and then I just, you know what I mean? It's like that car wreck that you can't look away from. Yeah. Like when I have the NBA stuff, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to look. And then like five seconds later, I'm checking the live scoring. (laughs) Like I had Toronto minus seven today. They were up 26, 11 after the first quarter. They were up 20 at the half. I'm like, all right. Please cover this because you know how this goes. And then uh, I see the third quarter, Orlando opens with a 7-0 run. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. And then, of course, near the end, it was like nine points. I'm like, oh, man, thank goodness that they hit their free throws and they did cover. Uh, Yeah, they did cover. How would you do on your your NBA bets? Because I know I saw you went one and one. Uh, with baseball, but I mean, you got yeah, kinda, and I got well, you got hosed, you got hosed on the hamstring. Yeah, for, Max Scherzer uh, Scherzer. leaving after the first inning, man. I had the over seven and a half. The, the Mets wouldn't have let me down for this one. They would have definitely struck out more than seven times. I mean, Scherzer <laughs> had twenty one strikeouts in his first two starts, and the Mets had Billy Hamilton out there. I mean, it's a uh, and they somehow won. Scherzer leaving in the first inning, so yeah, that was kind of unlucky, and it was a loss. Toronto won, so yeah, baseball was one and one. And basketball was one and two. I had uh, Spurs plus three and a half. They didn't cover. They lost by six. I had Toronto minus seven. They covered. And I had Shea Gilgis Alexander combined points and assists over 23 and a half. And he wound up getting like 18. He played 36 minutes, man. He, you know, he played some point guard and um, he shot three of 11. That kind of hurt. The reason why I like that is. The Lakers have been struggling against guards, and Gilgis Alexander is playing more point guard because Dennis Schroeder left the bubble uh, for the birth of his child. And uh, Gilgis Alexander played 13 minutes at point guard in the first game that Schroeder was out, and that was with foul trouble. So I felt like the ball would be in his hands more. He'd get some assists, score. Uh, So I thought the logic was there, but he didn't execute. Uh, Hits a couple more shots, it goes over. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a loss. So. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been like 
up and down, man, for basketball for me since uh, we returned. So I need to get back in a groove. You get there. I mean, again, these these you know these these basic play in games and trying to get into the you know the the final playoff run there. Uh, you know, a lot of feeling out stuff, a lot of things going on. I mean, you know, some teams are you know some teams are, are closing out. Uh, for the season, so I mean, it's, there's going to be a lot of unpredictable stuff that that we're like going to end Lakers. up. Lakers, what's that? Lakers, like the Lakers. Oh, they the Lakers today. Of... I mean, come on, what, they they lost by like twenty, nineteen. Yeah, uh, they just doesn't seem like it really means much anymore. And they play the Rockets tomorrow, and uh, Russell Westbrook might not play. Yeah, see, you know, when it comes to that, I mean, you know, listen, it doesn't mean anything for the for the the Lakers. I mean, they're they're locked in, they're good to go. They just want to make sure that they they go in healthy. The last thing you want to do is uh, have to deal with um, what's his face, Anthony Davis, getting banged up for no reason whatsoever. They need to stay healthy. They've got that locked away. Um, where's Houston? Houston fighting for a spot, fighting for a little bit of seating there. That should be interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. That should be interesting. Do we have a line on that game yet? Uh, I think that game, no. Nope, I see lines for either. five games. No, yeah, five games have lines. So there's six tomorrow. So, yeah, that's the one game. There's not. Huh. Maybe they're waiting on the Westbrook. But I don't know. They're not pro- we're not going to find out tonight. So they got to put out a line. All right. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, so you know, that's what we're kind of working on right now, as far as NBA goes. Um, and MLB, as as I said, Scherzer being out, that that was uh, was a pain in the ass. I want to see uh, a clean bill of health for uh, Clevenger because I mean he wore out pretty quickly uh, through ninety seven pitches. I think was the uh, was the final tally for him. Might have been more. Might have been ninety eight or ninety nine. And he walked the guy. So. You know, all of a sudden, dude, I'm telling you, man, uh, you know, our, that whole flip-flop between fantasy, you know, and fantasy baseball, uh, redrafts and COVID and all the other nonsense, it was like, okay, so we're going to all lay off of starting pitching because everybody's going to be, you know, throwing the same innings. Then all of a sudden it turned back, you know, the group think went to, well, you got to get your aces, you got to get these top arms there because... You know, obviously, if somebody blows up, it's going to be a nightmare to try and get those those ratios back under control. And you know, now what what are we seeing? I mean, we're we're seeing some decent performances from some aces, but you know, we're we're also looking at some, you know, some thumpings that people are taking. And this is, uh, you know, I, I'm very curious to see like which which end do you think comes out on top by the end of this whole thing? I think it's going to be kind of even. I think, you know, look, you have Jacob DeGrom right now. You're feeling great, right? He's uh-huh. awesome. He's throwing, he's hitting 100. Uh, Garrett Cole's look good. Verlander went down. Um, Bieber has been ridiculous, man. So if you have Bieber, you're feeling great. Charlie Morton's been up and down. You Darvish got a win today. I'm just, I have him in a couple leagues. You know, I'll take seven innings, one run, but four Ks. That's uh, kind of a disappointment, <laughs> but, you know, his ERA and whip is good. So, uh, it's it's up and down, uh, for sure. As oh no, did he catch that? Please tell me he didn't. I don't think he did. <laughs> Mike Trout goes yard. Good for Trout. Back to back home runs. I think Fletcher hit the one before, and then Trout. Uh, man, my good. 
How about that? Okay. And I'm guilty of it. I bumped down Trout in my rankings ah. in the outfield. <laughs> Uh, and and if you remember, you did that that NFBC uh, Mike the Mouth Invitational. Mike Trout went fourteen to the defending champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was um, actually I brought that up. I brought that up on the Fantasy Alarm Show today, and I told uh, uh, I told my producer Ani Sridhar, I'm like, get me Dave Einhorn uh, because I want to talk to him and find out what it's like to get Mike Trout uh, at the fourteenth pick. Uh, and he doesn't, you know, he like barely misses any time. And his first at bat back, uh, he homers. And and Bowden's like, you know what? Forget him. I don't want to talk to him. I want to talk to the thirteen people who picked before him and find out just how stupid they are. Not nah, look, but I mean, look. Okay, if you're putting up, you know, twenty five hundred bucks, and what you knew at that time, and you didn't know how much time Mike Trout was going to miss. You knew he was going to go out. To be with his kid, uh-huh. you know, and he even said it was kind of scary of what going on the Marlins and the Cardinals. What if it was like a couple other teams? And he goes, you know what? See, with me, I never thought that he was not going to come back. The reason why I bumped him is I thought he could miss two weeks. And if you're missing two weeks out of eight weeks, even with Mike Trout, you know, that that hurts. You know, that hurts when you're you're missing. And I know you can replace him, but I don't even know if you can replace him nowadays. I mean, you know how many dead spots I've had in my lineup? Uh, that we all have had over the first couple weeks. Oh, I still got some Tigers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I I look at one of my leagues. I'm like, damn, my pitching is great. Why am I not doing good in offense? And I'm like, oh, okay, well, Josh Donaldson has missed games now. I have C.J. Crone. I have Scott Kingery. I'm like, you know, all these guys, Juan Soto. So, like, all these guys are missing time um, because they're missing games. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, with the Mike Trout thing, you know, I moved him down the rankings to, I think, fifth or sixth in the outfield. Uh, I, I look. I'm glad he's back. I have him in labor, and I have him in my home keeper league. So I am glad uh, he's well, wound up missing what four date four games maybe, right? So yeah, uh, definitely way less than I thought. So uh, in the auction that I did, he went for 42. Betts went for 49. I think Yelich went for 50. So I got Soto at 38 in that auction. Um, I didn't think of going to 43 on Trout. Um, uh, but my team, uh, after tonight, it's crazy. You know how this goes, right, with the standings. So I just checked. And I've been like, you know, sixth, seventh. Uh, I am now second place uh, in this league uh, because of three starting performances tonight. You Darvish, Dobnak, and Garrett Richards, who wasn't great, but uh, at least kept the whip low. So all of a sudden, uh, I think I gained like, uh, oh, my God, I went up six in whip tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know how you know that's the time of year it is like i i've i was saying this uh i think on alarm after hours or maybe it was on this one yesterday i can't remember live streams i do so much stuff i don't remember where i say where but the, what you should be doing now don't look at where you are second place 10th no look at the categories oh i think i was talking about this with jen on a live stream on tuesday by the way you can catch us thursday 3 p.m eastern on a live stream i was looking at the rbis and it was like it was like 74, 73, 72, 70, 70, 70, 68, 68, 68. I mean, it was bunched like that. So think about it. You could be like have five points in RBI. You have one big night. Now you got 14 and you gain nine. So, yeah, you want to look at the standings because the season's short. But you got to really look at the categories and see, all right, where am I buried? You know, average is going to be crazy. Average is way down across baseball. I saw someone tweet it out. And I think going into today, they said the major league average is 232, man. Something like that. It was in the 230s. Uh, so 
you, I'm looking at averages in this league. All right, Howard, I kind of gave you a hint. What would you guess? This is a 15-team Roto League. What is the highest average right now for any team in this league? Highest average? I'll go. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go 265. Close. It is actually my team, which I'm stunned by. 258. <laughs> How crazy. I'm looking at 223, 224, 215, 211, 219. That's insane, man. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah, that is. That definitely is. It's a great point, though, to look at where you are in the categories because I'm looking at uh, my FSGA team and I'm like, oh, okay, look at that. Uh, all bunched up over here, all bunched up over here. Um, and I could easily make up some uh, some serious ground. So that's, that's right. It takes one big night, you know, a big offensive night. Now on the flip side, you could really fall back if your team doesn't hit or your pitching has a bad night. You can just dip back. So sure. it's kind of both ways. But yeah, I would just kind of look at where you are and, and not panic. You know, you might have seventy RBIs that puts you, you know, with three points, but the guy in first has. 82 that's not a big difference i mean you just have one big night he goes quiet you jump a few teams and all of a sudden you move up to standing so that's kind of what you look at right now unfortunately there probably are teams oh my goodness i'm looking at a team in labor <laughs> their era is 724 and their whip is 1.77 oh that's that's tough that, to come back from yeah that is tough man that's, holy yeah that's that's a tough one to come back from that's really yeah. I don't see anybody. I'm looking at um, labor NL and the the worst ERA I see right now is uh, a six point two five. Oh no, six four five. Seven two four. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life <laughs> in, in a roto league in a whip of one seven seven. Meanwhile, Craig Mitch with a one eight three ERA and a zero point nine one whip. Oh, look at him go. I'm not too far behind, though. I got a 206 ERA and a 0 0.99 whip. <laughs> Where am I? I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, FSGA, FSGA and, uh, and and Labor NL. I'm, you know, lower side of the pack, but definitely movable in a bunch of categories. Uh, I'm in the top five in, uh, in, in Tout AL. Um, and again, doing that, that same must thing. be, oh my God, AL only must be an absolute nightmare this year. Oh dude, you know what? It's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I got, I, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. I actually, I really like my team. The only thing that, that I'm, I'm kind of bummed out about, uh, is that I went Stanton instead of judging this league. Uh, and you did that in, you said labor, right? So that was March 1st. No, I weekend. did that. You so, tout, tout. Oh, tout. Okay. Yeah. So at that point though. Okay, so at that point, we knew there was a delay to the season. We just didn't know how much time. So were you, you, you were probably worried about Judge's injury at that point. Yeah, of course I was. Yeah. Of course I can't I blame was. anyone for that. Dude, I, look, I, I, I put, I'm going to look foolish uh, if Judge keeps this up where I push Judge down. You know that. I was like, nope, not, uh -huh. not doing it. I mean, I had Nicholas Castellanos ahead of him. Not that he's been bad, but <laughs> I, I had some uh, pretty inferior players ahead of Judge, so uh, – I made a judgment call, and I should have seen his uh, brief summer camp where he came back. Because remember, he had a scare. Remember, he was scratched because of a neck issue. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. I, you know, listen. I mean, again, you can't. Fa th this is not the year that you fault somebody no, for stuff right. like this. Like you can't. 
you know, I mean, you bump down Trout, you bump down Judge. We we don't know when everything's starting up. We don't know. I mean, we you know, listen, everybody. It, it's so funny. I've said this a million times. This is this is the the first time I've ever felt so disconnected to to an off season. Um, you know, the coverage isn't there because the beat writers aren't allowed to be there. Reporters aren't allowed to be there. We're not getting that same deluge of coverage that we had, and we weren't like sitting there locked into. You know, all of the, you know, every waking moment, uh, you know, even during summer camp. Why? Because we we're prepping for, for for basketball and prepping for hockey. and We're prepping for, you know, NFL. I mean, that's, you know, it's that's pushing us in a million different directions. This is not the year. I don't care. I don't care who the analyst is. This is not the year to be like, oh, you, you, you really, you fucked me because, you know, you, you said this and this about that guy that he would, that he would come back or that he wouldn't come back. You know, it, it, that's crap. That's, I, I don't, I don't listen to any of that stuff. No, I'm with you on that for sure. There's no doubt about it. This is kind of a year where you know, everyone gets a mulligan, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, you still try and compete and win everything. Um, but this is a, a crazy year. No doubt about it. Yeah, I said I'll, I'll take my lumps every other year. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Just like I'm not going to sit here and like gloat and celebrate if I win a league this year. You know, this is just this, this is the year that happens. I'm going to be competitive. I'm going to work my ass off and try and make it happen. I'm going to try and you know help make helps people make smart decisions uh, with their fantasy teams. And that's it. That's all I'm trying to do. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and pound my chest, uh, and I'm not going to sit there and, and hide in a corner and uh, and lick my wounds. This this is just, you know, this this whole season, 2020 is the big kick in the balls. Just a big kick in the balls. It really is. It's uh, a year like no other. Just hope that we get baseball to finish, uh, and I also hope that we are able to get the NFL season in. That, that's all I hope for at this point. You know, point. we're getting some good, encouraging stuff. I mean, you yeah, know. I think so. We're getting very encouraging news with baseball and, and te- what teams are seeing right now. We might have, you know, another, you know, uh, a flare-up here or there. But, you know, I'm definitely liking what's going on, what we are hearing. And then they just released again. No positive tests inside the bubble for NBA. NHL hasn't uh, hasn't been freaking out about stuff either. So this is... It's moving in the right direction. I'll keep my fingers crossed and remain optimistic. That's the best I can do. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel the same way right now as well. I am feeling pretty good about it, and I do expect it to happen. I do as well. I do as well because, uh, yeah, I'm pretty psyched about some of my teams for football, and I want to uh, I want to keep rolling. I want to keep rolling. I need – I just want to see Jordan Howard just rumble all over people just so I can giggle on the side. I, I feel the same because I actually have a lot more Jordan Howard than I want. Uh, so <laughs> I hope he does well, too. I seem to have, I, you know, I, I don't I don't chalk up and add up all the players I have. I, I'm in so many leagues, but I, I would I got to think Jordan Howard is probably top five in my ownership. I just keep getting him not by design. It's just no one wants him. He's like that unsexy pick. And, you know, I have talked about how I kind of like I'll again, I'll take two running backs in the first two rounds if I like them. But if I'm picking in the top five, I usually don't like what's coming back in the second, third round. So I'll wait. And, you know, Howard kind of falls into that range where I'm looking for a running back. And I'm like, all right, well, he's a starting running back. And, you know, he's not going to catch a ton of passes. But 
maybe he scores some touchdowns, gets 200 to 220 carries. I'll take it in that spot and, you know, use them some weeks when the matchup is favorable. Well, I mean, that's bottom line. It's what it's going to come down to for him. And, uh, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine with that. Um, all right. Well, we are, uh, we're, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to cut things a little short tonight just because, well, you know, when it rains, it pours in 2020 slapping the crap out of me. And uh, I got to go get a good night's sleep too, because it's a big day tomorrow. And, uh, for those of you who are listening and saying, man, just a half hour from these two clowns tonight, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it up to you. And you get extra every day. We get, what was it, an hour and se- seven hours yesterday? It was, uh, it was only six and a half, Adam. Let's not exaggerate. Okay. Well, false. <laughs> but the one to watch right now for tomorrow, Portland, Denver. Uh, the line right now is minus three and a half for the Blazers. Um, both Adam and I are looking at that one saying, if you want to put some action down, do it right now, get it there. And you know, we'll see what happens with the movement there. Um, I'm sure you and I, uh, we'll be talking throughout the day tomorrow, Adam, and we'll be able to check in, uh, on all this action see if Howard gets to buy himself a Blazers Jersey. Wouldn't that be exciting? That would, I would like to see that. Yeah. Right. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't. So, all right, there you go. That's going to do it for us today here. Uh, at Annie up. Big thanks to everybody for listening. Oh, big thanks to our sponsors. Hey, Monkey Knife Fight, how are you? <laughs> Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyNightFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyNightFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P. You will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we... Uh, Pay the bills. There it is. Okay. <laughs> One day they're going to be like, Bender, could you just do that in the in the beginning, please? Just do it in the beginning. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. That's going to do it for us here again. Adam, thanks so much. As always, an absolute pleasure. Um, I'll just check you on uh, later tomorrow, and uh, we'll do this again real soon. How about that? Sounds like a great plan. You all be good. For uh, Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up from Fantasy Alarm. We'll catch you next time.